Hello, lovely listeners. This is Courtney checking in to let you know that Jackie and I are currently working really hard on our fourth season. And in the meantime, we are going to go ahead and re-release some episodes for you to revisit, or maybe you missed some of them, and this is actually the first time you get to listen to them. Either way, we're so grateful you're here, and we cannot wait to share season four with you. So thank you so much for listening. We'll see you soon. Welcome to Why Did I Keep This, a podcast about the things that have been living in the back of our closets or hiding in storage for way too long. The trend of constantly spring cleaning has forced us to face why we have such a hard time getting rid of things and examine our relationship with material goods. Hi, I'm Jackie Glick, and joining me on the podcast as always are Courtney Venez, an actor, video game streamer, and improviser living in LA, with a colorful, quirky, and highly impractical closet, Lana Cuthbertson, an entrepreneur living in Montreal who has an impressively strict one-in, one-out policy who is working towards a closet full of timeless classics. And today, an exciting addition, Genevieve Vincent. Uh, If you listen to the podcast, you'll recognize that name as our incredible composer uh, of our beginning and end music for the podcast. She actually works as a full-time composer. She's a member of the band Dark Dark and a Canadian who lives in Los Angeles. Hi, Genevieve. Hey. Hey, welcome. Hey, Hi, welcome. We're so happy to have you here. We are big fans uh, of your uh, intro and outro composition. Uh, it's <laughs> the thing we probably, I get the most compliments on. Everyone is really, who listens to the podcast is like, oh my God, the music you have is so good. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. It's done by a real composer. Yep, I get a lot of comments on it too. I know, it's, it's like, everyone's like, it's perfectly suited. I know. It made us seem Aww. really real, really fast. And we are really, really grateful. And also grateful that you're spending the afternoon with us. Oh my god, thank you guys so much for having me, and uh, I'm so delighted that that piece of music has a home, because it was kind of like a little orphaned composition that didn't have a place to live, and now it does. Did you sometimes think to yourself, why did I keep that piece of music? (laughs) (laughs) I often think that with with a lot of music that I write, actually. (laughs) Well, we couldn't be happier to uh, house it. So thanks again. We, as you know, you've listened to the podcast, we like to talk basically exclusively about the things that we have kept that we don't know what to do with, or sometimes things that we've kept and we will keep forever, but think it's a little bit strange. Um, And today, I know you brought some really exciting things uh, to talk about, so (laughs) why don't you hop right in and tell us what did you keep that you think is weird that you've kept? The first thing is I've kept a lot of posters, and when I was going through to find things for the podcast, I realized that I had, like, 25 posters from, like, the first short film I did. I have, like, you know, maybe 10 or 15 posters from, like, the second film that I did, and these are things that I did, like, in college, Um, and I just have all this merch, and so all the poster merch, uh, and it just, I... You know, I have it because it's kind of sentimental, um, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I don't need 20 of these. And 
it just feels so bad to like throw out um merch for someone's work you know so I'm have just you a- have you ever framed any of them do you have any of them like hanging in your studio of any of the things that you've worked on um I have I want I don't yeah I don't really frame a lot of the stuff that I work on um it's not because I like I want to I just think it's like for me it's like if I start framing them then I'm gonna have to frame every single thing in some sort of, like, socialist, egalitarian manner. Like, I don't want someone to think they're, like, less special or something. Like, I don't know. It's really bizarre uh, sort of mentality. I love this for a few reasons. <laughs> I t- First of all, because um, I'm picturing, like, you framing all of these posters and then having to create a whole room of your house <laughs> that has all these posters in it. And I now keep having flashbacks to the time that we went on tour of Graceland and like all of Elvis's stuff was framed in this like museum. And it's like, it's going to be the Genevieve Museum one day with all of these framed posters because of all of your cool work. So like, that's one of the weird places I went to in my brain. And then the second place is how cool it is to talk about art. And I don't know why we haven't thought about this before, but like it made me think about like, okay, man, okay, lots of meta things going on here. Like all of these posters are art and they're symbolic and representative of other people's different types of art. And your art is attached to them. And everybody works so hard on this stuff. And it's all, it all took so much time and effort and creativity and cooperation and collaboration to like, bring these creations to the world. And this poster is the embodiment of all of that. And like, how can you just dismiss that? It must be very difficult. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's weird. I think, I have, you know, I have the the merch posters, and then I have, like, the best of intentions. I don't really know how to, like, preserve anything. I just keep it in, like, canisters in my closet. It's just a lot of guilt that's associated with it at the moment. Like, it's like, I don't know if I should feel more guilty about, like, having it and not doing anything with it, or guiltier about, like, getting rid of it. Like, (laughs) it's become, like, this, you know, I'm like, oh, I know why I, I keep hauling these around, and I, you know... I mean, they've come with me, like, from New York to L.A. and th- and Boston, and, you know, it's just, I don't know what to, what to do. It's like, I need a support group. I don't know what to do. Well, we're here for you. <laughs> we're here. That's what we're for. We're so happy to be of help. We are, we are not perfect at it. Uh, we are, we ourselves are works in progress, but uh, we're definitely here uh, to support you through, through these decisions. I actually think, I actually think it's sort of like a yearbook, like, you know, it's like a high school yearbook, like how long do you keep that for? But also, how do you throw it away? And like, Mm -hmm. maybe it's just one of those things that's sort of like a time capsule that you keep in the closet. And then, you know, in 30 years, you're like, oh, wow, this is the first thing I ever did. And maybe then you'll want to frame the first thing you ever did to sort of showcase how far you've come. Whereas like right now, it was only like, 15, 20 years, or like, I don't know how many years ago, but yeah, you just yeah. sort of keep it stowed, stowed away. Yeah. Yeah. This has actually reminded me um, that in the very back of my one, we have like one big storage, like big storage closet in this um, 
place that we're living in right now. And so it's, as you can imagine, it's really hard to get to things in like the back bottom corner. And Mm -hmm. you just reminded me that I have a whole box in there of Mm -hmm. like old memory artwork. And I didn't even like think of that until just now. Oh man, we're going to, we'll have to do another episode on that. I picked my piece. It's fine, but yeah, like when you when you're a part of something like a movie, like my stuff, it's like band merch. Uh, not mm-hmm. that I was in a band, I just went to a lot of concerts and like theater merch, like posters from theaters and stuff that I was in. But I think I was looking specifically at things that I'm like, I used to hang this up on my wall, and why isn't it on my wall now? Um, mm-hmm. Oh man, oh boy, this is fodder it's for a, another it's a episode. It's a rich topic. It's a it rich is topic. rich. I am so excited. You've really got the wheels spinning on my in my <laughs> noggin. I actually, I have a few movie posters also that are not, like nothing is done with and a lot of like things from those movies and really the movie is the thing. So I, I sometimes think to myself, I could always watch the movie. I don't necessarily need to keep the poster. But I like you haven't thrown them away because they're, you know, I feel like how could you have possibly gotten your hands on a movie poster if you didn't make the movie? Well, I was just going to say, right. it's like... Right. It's like kind of a specialized yeah, thing. Yeah, I... As someone who has nothing to do with making movies, I would never have a movie poster. So I can imagine that it's kind of a cool... Mm. Like, it's a cool thing to, to represent that you were you were part of it, and that's why you have it. But how mm-hmm. many is too many you know it's like it's like (laughs) you know you Mm -hmm. could keep and i don't mean like uh like one maybe for each movie like makes sense but like you know i'm i don't know why i feel like i remember this filmmaker he's so funny like i think i remember him handing me like a roll of posters and just being like they send send you so many posters in like a like Nobody will ever just send you one, in my experience, right. because they're very delicate and flimsy, and they crease really easily. Um, so they send them in, like, I've always gotten, like, two or three. This, this is funny. This is, like, not the same level, but it has just occurred to me, um, posters, so I uh, ha- have always um, been a choir singer, and being part of choirs, mm. typically it's, mm-hmm. like, the whole choir has to do all the other things besides sing their part as well, including put up posters for all the concerts. So, like, poster distribution of all our concerts was always this big burden and thing. Like, someone had to be the coordinator, and they had to then distribute to each person, and then we'd, like, sit in rehearsal, and someone would call out all the locations across the city and, like, have to fill in a volunteer to go do it. And then inevitably you'd, like, (laughs) it was, like, a real sort of commitment moment and then you'd get handed this like stack of posters and your list of places and suddenly you're like wow I've got I've got a whole day's worth of commitment now to put up all these posters to advertise for the choir because I was thinking like when would I ever get a stack of posters and that's the only time um and then Genevieve tagging back to how many is too many I I got it I think I'm gonna like just go out there I'm gonna take a stance I'm gonna say more than one is too many (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I feel like if you're looking oh, for see, permission. I thought to Okay, I was gonna say I was like, you should definitely keep at least one. <laughs> um uh but here's here's my reasoning. Um because I mean, okay, this is what I would do if I were you. I would maybe reach out to other people in the production if you like still keep in touch, be like, hey, I have some posters like of the show. Do you of the movie? Do you uh, would, do you have one? Do you want one? And I would kind of like make sure everyone who had one 
had one. Uh, and then I would keep one, make sure it's nicely preserved, like rolled up in something or something like airtight. Uh Maybe keep maybe keep two. If you're if you're already keeping one airtight, maybe just keep two. Just in case. What if you spill water uh, on it? I don't know. Super slow. But then like not I would get rid of like ninety per I would get rid of ninety percent. Like if you if mm-hmm. you can fit a second one in the same thing that you're storing the first one in. I was just gonna say I'd probably keep as many as that fit in like one or two rolls. Like I wouldn't necessarily like limit the number of posters, I'd limit the number of rolls. <clears throat> So I think it'll I think it's so important to keep at least one and archive it. But yeah. you know, as your career goes on, you're gonna get more posters. And so you can always just like have a designated role for your movie before you like this is this is my like resume in a tube, basically. Mm-hmm. Um that's maybe or, you know, what you I could, would do. You could like frame from your first short film and then you could frame that one as like the first dollar you ever made, kind of a yeah. poster, oh, like and put yeah. it in your studio. That's cute. You know those po- like it's a cute. You could do that do one. you guys remember poster stores where you could go and like buy posters, and they have those things oh, yeah. that you flap through? Yes. You can get one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel. Oh my god, that would be so cool. one of those giant of portfolios. Yeah, that's such mm-hmm. a great idea, Lana. <laughs> oh my god I, I, you know I think <clears throat> I think it just feels and this is probably the Canadian in me uh, it feels a little like narcissistic to like just be like have <laughs> do you know what I'm saying I, I get Behold. it but I'm gonna say in a couple of years it's very possible <laughs> you're gonna look back and be so proud at what you've done and then it's gonna it's gonna be great to go back and be like that's right I did this movie I don't know things like that really help me especially when I'm feeling like down or like in a crisis mm. about like my career or like what I've accomplished it's nice to go back to one place and be like oh I did this and I did this and I did like it's it's nice to look back and maybe right now it feels a little like oh my gosh like I've got this like big binder but it only has like three posters in it well in a couple of years it's gonna be 10 and then it'll be 20 and then and then you'll be so grateful that you set yourself up with one place that all of these things could go it's like when you go into an office like if you had like a a, an office office you could put all your accolades around you that's what people do that's where they like keep their awards and stuff (sighs) (laughs) it's so bizarre yeah no it it is, but I think I think it's something that you you should hold on to. And you know, it's not like you're framing every single thing that you do and putting it up, you know, on the mantle. And whenever anybody comes in, you like direct their eyes to the. Poster. What if I just framed all twenty of like? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look, I would love that for you. And I then would. I just like covered a room in like one movie's poster, and I just I think like that's put great. A hundred. We love a consistent theme. <laughs> Maybe just like on the ceiling. I don't really have a lot of space. Yeah, but. take up that that unused ceiling space. I mean, send one to your mom for sure. Uh, Pawn them off to your family and friends. Yeah. Oh yeah. Frames. Do you have any? Definitely want to keep want to keep one. Do you yeah, have any choir posters? Yeah. Uh, did you keep any of your? Did choir you posters, keep? Lana? No. However, <laughs> um, yeah. No. I. <clears throat> I have to admit, this is very much not a thing I am sentimental about, and very much just immediately recycle. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I. I don't have any choir posters, but uh, I. This does kind of lead into 
relatively nicely the the thing that I have brought to the table in in the theme of this, if uh, if if you will. Um, I have a bunch of posters. Um, like I brought. This is kind of funny. This is really quite a funny thing. I I brought um, the two posters I have rolled up that are along these lines and. There are a few other kind of bits and pieces that fit into this category. And it is a very unusual thing because my dad, who we have um, heard from on this podcast before in terms of good life advice, is a mm -hmm. photographer. He's always kind of had this hobby interest in photography. <clears throat> Growing up, he was like always kind of the picture taker of the family. And in the last couple decades, um, he's gotten really into making collages. So like taking everybody's photo at some event and then making a collage of the event. Um, so he's done this over the years with things like my choir concerts. He'll like take a bunch of photos of the concert and then like make people pose Aww. individually. And then like the collage, because he is um, not either not interested or not tech, tech savvy uh, with Photoshop. Um, he'll like print out all the photos, cut them up with scissors, like arrange oh all of these different things and then take a photo of the arrangement or like scan the arrangement and then it, and then print it as either a poster or like a big. Um, I, oh my God. Photo. Yes. Wow. And yes. So <clears throat> real, real, real quick, Lana, I, I also did that, but it was when I was in middle school and it was Same. pictures of my friends and I'd make collage <laughs> and then I'd copy it and then I'd uh, like get like pictures, uh, like make copies for all of my friends so we could all have it on the fronts of our binders. Amazing. Um, so your dad and I might be the same person. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so dad has like been doing this for a long time and what he started doing is making copies for anyone in the photo. So like Jackie may have some of these, may or may not have. I have some from grad. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And so he's like, Lana, here's some for your friends. They're in the photo. This is their copy. And so I, I'm like obligated to pass these along. And he's kind of gone through phases for a while. He was getting a bunch of actual picture frames, usually from Value Village, I have one yeah, of those. Yeah, just like going and getting yeah. a bunch mm -hmm. of frames and then framing these things and then handing them out to people. So those are kind of bulky. So I had like 15 of these stacked up at one point. <gasps> and Whoa. then he kind of transitioned into those like plastic slips, at, like those sort of three mm. three ring binder plastic slips. He'd put some mm -hmm. stuff in there. Avery. Avery. <laughs> like what they used to put sponsorship like opportunities. in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Genevieve. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Is that what they like? What they used to put like pogs in? Do you guys remember pogs? Yes. Oh my god, yes. We could do a whole episode on <laughs> yeah. pogs and slammers. Slammers. Oh wait, you oh, guys did an episode on pogs? No, no we not have yet. To. We, we have need to. Oh my god. I still have some pogs. So <sighs> I remember my slammer fondly. It was uh, it was made out of that like it's supposed to look like it's like holographic, and it was oh, me so too. Cool. And it was like it looked it was supposed to it was supposed to yeah the holographic, but it had a skull on it, which is not super on brand for like an like a yeah. six or seven year old or whatever. But mm -hmm. I was like, it's shiny, and it, I have my own slammer, and I mm -hmm. loved it. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. oh yeah. It was a crazy thing that we used to play for keeps. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, I would never play for keeps. <laughs> Always play for keeps. Very risk averse. <laughs> child gambling. It was child gambling. I remember I got a real sweet strawberry from a friend. Oh, I still have it. Good work. Good work. Thank you. Sweet win. So, Lynn, do you showcase any of these uh, collages? Sorry, the question is how many the... of these do you yeah, showcase? Really, really <laughs> on the nose question. So, um, for a while I did. I had like the framed ones I would sort of showcase, but then the, I got so many because I'm my dad's kid. So, I ended up with the most of them. So then in various moves, I've sort of like transitioned things into different spots. So like at one point I took all of the framed ones out of their frames and then made a little, like put them in my photo album book and then gave the frames back to my dad to like use again if, with for someone else um, mm-hmm. and various things like that. He's He's kind of of the... His whole goal is that this is what happens to people. Like, they'll stick it in a drawer somewhere and 20 years later find it and have this nice memory. That's kind of mm. his, like, outlook on the whole thing, which is cute. And then, but as far as these posters that I that I held up to the uh, camera, they're posters, like, quite large posters. Like, three feet by four feet or two by three or whatever. Um of a hang gliding event in the mountains that happens every year that he has now been like making posters of every year and like doing fun collages of like sticking people's heads onto superhero <laughs> bodies and like fun things like this. Um, and I, I, I haven't displayed them, but I do have them here. And I've been thinking about like, where is the spot to put them? And like the basement would be a perfect spot. I don't have a basement currently. So I'm kind of like, like waiting for the right opportunity in the right moment um so that that's i have an idea where you could put yes. them the ceiling <laughs> Amazing. hang gliding the ceiling <laughs> i love it like a teenage boy with like a bikini clad poster above their bed you could have you our family hang brilliant yes. brilliant put the put them in the ceiling in the guest room and then have guests just like lie down to bed and be like <laughs> what <laughs> i'll give you a dollar if you do that I will give you one U.S. dollar. Honestly, it feels Whoa. worth it. It feels really worth it. The dollar plus the, like, surprise of our next guest. It's just, it's just really feeling oh, good. You, it's win-win. Yeah. So I'm I, all for that it. is my uh, contribution um, for this wonderful art. It's the first thing I thought of when, uh, when Genevieve shared what she was going to share. I was like, I have the perfect thing. Um, oh, that's yeah. so good. That's so good. Um, I I can jump into to my items. I uh, I'm big on framing things. The last couple of years, I was big on transitioning from having art on the wall that was not framed to having frames that match. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, okay, here's the order: things that were not framed and just like tacked onto the wall to things that were just in a bunch of mis mismatch um frames that i found at like goodwill or thrift stores or just inherited uh to now i'm the type of person who gets matching frames uh and by i'm the type of person i mean my husband's the type of person because he doesn't like clutter uh (laughs) he likes when things all have a space and match uh and i have a chaotic mind but it is nice it is nice when everything matches and and has a place but um we moved recently and we really haven't hung a lot of art because you know we're renting and we didn't know how long we would be staying here and I it was a huge pain in my butt to go and patch all of the nail holes uh, and I wasn't ready to go and create some new holes right away I've hung some things with that like 3m like either the hooks or the mm-hmm. tape and that's 
fine uh that that that's working okay for now uh but a lot of my artwork that i used to hang uh either doesn't hang for that reason or just doesn't hang because we don't really know where it would even fit in this in this new place or if we even want to like continue to hang it but we're not ready to get rid of it so the first thing i have is a um it's a framed uh like Disneyland poster but it's for the um uh the flying saucer ride uh from like the 60s it was when Disneyland was first open it didn't last very long but it's this cool like vintage mid-century looking poster uh that's really it's cute and fun and my husband and I are both Disneyland fans uh I grew up very close to Disneyland and would go there regularly and had a lot of really fun memories there I still go there as an adult uh, and my husband even worked at Disneyland for a period when he was in college uh he worked on the Davy Crockett Explorer Canoes uh which nobody knows is a ride because they're just real canoes that you have to paddle I did not uh, around Tom Sawyer Island <laughs> Mm-hmm. Fun fact. The fun Mikey works That's at Disney. Amazing. Um, I had no idea. And yeah. Yeah, it's ador it's adorable. I'll have to find pictures. It's very cute. But yeah, so I, we have this and it's so it just like hits for a lot of reasons, but it's also not necessarily like it doesn't really fit into the like the the vibe I think we have currently. It's in quotes vintage. It looks vintage. Uh it's not like an actual like you can buy these Disneyland like little posters that are framed probably from like disney.com but this is actually to be fair this is mikey's and this goes back to i think he got it when he was like in high school so uh it is about it's at least 20 years old in his possession and honestly i think it's a collector's item too which is another reason not to get rid of it that's uh, vintage in my book love disney merch like people are yeah, vintage in my book too. Look, if if we're calling like Y two K vintage, then mm, mm-hmm. okay. Um, but yeah, so for the the Disney poster, it's just like it's sentimental. It's a collector's item. Uh, it it it's kind of our identity, so it feels weird to get rid of it. Like maybe one day we'll like sell it, but I think it sort of just has this little special place in our hearts. Um, and then the second, so the second piece that I have is a. Uh, this it's this embroidered it looks like a painting but it's embroidered uh and it's probably like 18 by 24 inches um and this was actually something that was in mikey's grandparents house um and when they were downsizing uh because they had like a house that they lived in for many years and uh when they were downsizing to go into something smaller they um had everyone like come over and um put post-it notes on like what they wanted um and they like this was something that I always noticed when I went over to his grandparents house I was like that's really pretty I really I really like that and so I inherited it um and it's mine then and unfortunately since then both of his grandparents have passed and it's a really nice little reminder of them uh, it's really sweet. They were really sweet. My grandparents died when I was really young, so I didn't get to know them. So Mikey's grandparents um, were were just great grandparents to me for a, a big chunk of our relationship. Oh. Uh, and it's it's really it's it's beautiful, but it's also it's got this very like cottage core kind of vibe mm-hmm. to it. So again, it's you know it doesn't really match anything else in the apartment. It's uh, it definitely has like kind of a, like grandmother chic uh, mm-hmm. vibe to it. Um, and so I, I, I really like it, and I'm never going to get rid of it. I also am not sure how to preserve it because it's made of fabric. 
So I don't really – I'm like, oh, is there something I need to – is there something I need to do to, like, pre- preserve it? Because I don't want, like, moths or something to get it. So that's something I need to look into. But for now, uh, it's just hanging out in my closet. And whenever I go through my closet to find something that uh, I can't find in another part of the house, uh, I find it. It's, like, one of the first things I stumble upon. And I'm like, no. Oh. Uh- that's so cute. I, I personally really like both of those pieces. I would like, I would hang them. I would, you know, display them. I, the Disneyland poster is like cool. It's really, it's a really cool piece of sort of ad art, which I kind of like, almost yeah. ad art, pop art. Mm-hmm. And then I can really relate to the grandmother embroidery thing. My mom has a similar one from her grandmother that kind of like, you know, it's it's a meaningful family thing and it's sort of a it's past vintage it's like way past it's beyond it's like a classic um mm-hmm. type of thing that feels like yeah you can't get rid of it it's meaningful it's a family thing how do you preserve it i have yeah, no idea it feels like that knowledge has died yeah. with a generation <laughs> somehow like it's i know i know i need to i need to to look it up cuz i don't want especially you know like um, like after his grandmother passed away and I was looking at it, I was like, oh, I don't want to wait until it's too late to make sure that this is preserved. Like, I don't want to be like, oh no, there's like a little hole missing. So that's something I need to look into. But yeah, they're both like, the thing I like about the the Disneyland art is that it's not like super overtly Disneyland. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. like, you know, it doesn't have like Mickey Mouse on it. It's just like cool. It kind of looks like concept art. Yeah, ad art. Um, It's just like one of the like world building vibes and it's i just i think it's really charming and i love it but i just i the last like two places we've lived in i've been like i'm not exactly sure where to hang this i don't know like where this where this you know where you should hang it are you gonna say on the yes (laughs) (laughs) everything on the ceiling i realize what about that's the the huge vast potential that the ceiling holds for art that i've never realized before (laughs) I know. I, am, I know. I'm so glad. Oh, man, I'm like looking really... up in our guest room, which is where I'm sitting, being like, "Should I put something on the ceiling?" <laughs> I'm. Do you I'm guys remember? It. Do you remember? Like, I don't know if this was like big when you guys were teenagers too. Um, we were, I think, teenagers around the same time. So, but or maybe this is just a Canadian thing. Do you guys remember those things that would like do stars on the ceiling? Totally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the like, glow in the dark stars. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you can like even like point a projector at the ceiling and like watch a movie in your bed. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> it feels like we're about to have a ceiling renaissance. And then I was like, <laughs> you know, the original ceiling champion was clearly Michelangelo. Mm. Mr. Angelo yeah. would tell us Go to just it. use the ceiling already, paint a mural. Michelangelo actually famously was angry when he was painting the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel because his back hurt, obviously. And Yeah, no, that didn't look comfortable. He also was, like, upset because he considered himself a sculptor and then he was forced to, well, not forced, but commissioned to paint this. Little did he know he would be known for ceilings for (laughs) all eternity. I mean, he's also well known for the uh, sculptures, I suppose. Um, Jackie, what's your, uh, what's your, what's your art piece? Okay, it's not really an art piece. I sort of took uh, Genevieve's like movie posters and thought to myself, oh yeah, I have something really weird from a movie that I once did. And it, there's a little bit of a backstory. I was 
I was at a movie with Dennis Quaid, and the the woman that was hired as his assistant was a very good friend of mine. So she comes up to me one day and she's like, "I have to talk to you." And I was like, "What's happening?" She pulls me off to the side and she picks up like a picture of of fan mail that Dennis Quaid has responded to. And on the picture that this fan had asked him to write, he wrote, Dear Lana, for instance, Dennis Quaid thinks you're great. Sincerely, Dennis Quaid. And I was like, (laughs) that's hilarious. I desperately need, I desperately need to get him to write fan mail to all the producers on the film. So I like put a post-it note on all these pictures of Dennis Quaid and asked very, like, I asked him, obviously, before I did this. I was like, would you mind doing that? That's such a fun gift for the producers. And he was like, sure, no problem. So Dennis Quaid gave every producer on the on the movie, and I framed it for all the producers. I got them to say, like, dear so-and-so. And then he'd be like, Dennis Quaid is thinking about you in this photo. Sincerely, Dennis Quaid. Or Dennis Quaid looks great in this hat, wouldn't you think? Sincerely, Dennis Quaid. And he did it, like, <laughs> tongue-in-cheek, and it was so funny. And he also gave me a signed headshot um, that says, Jack, Dennis Quaid wishes he was named Jack, Dennis Quaid. And also it says Jack Quaid, but the Jack is crossed off. So uh, it's pretty great. (laughs) That's some good attention to detail. It's a very handsome headshot, first of all. Yeah, I picked the photo. It's him in a a cowboy hat. (laughs) Um, And... I gave this is the same photo that I had photo that I had made for all of the producers. But evidently on the post-it note that I put on this one, he missed the fact that my name is Jackie. So this is made up to a person <laughs> named Jack and also references quite strongly that the name of the person that he's giving this to is Jack. <laughs> and if you did your research, you'll know that Dennis's son's name is Jack. So Jack Quaid is a person that did not sign this, <laughs> but rather his father signed it. So there's a lot going on here if you really dig in. I don't know why I still have it, especially because my name is not Jack. Well, maybe he had a little nickname that you didn't even know about. You know, Behind maybe my back, in, Dennis called maybe, me Jack. Yeah. Maybe. He was like... <laughs> That Jack, she's one of a kind. Oh, man. He was just too excited to throw in a second syllable. He was like... Maybe. Jack attack. He was great. He was really nice to work with. Super funny. And these these, uh, fan mail things were quite a hit. And also, he knew that they were funny. And, you know, that they were sort of the most hilarious way to answer a fan mail. Um, So I've kept it, but... I would never get rid of something like that. It's like a cool, yeah, you can't it's frame a super it. cool thing for on a number of levels. Yeah, frame it. You know, it's going to come back around. Do, maybe. Mm-hmm. The other thing I could do is if I meet someone named Jack, I could bestow it to them. No way. Never. It's a secondhand no. signature from a celebrity. <laughs> it's no. meant for you. It's meant for you, Jack. It's It's sort of meant for me. <laughs> We're just out from here on out. Uh, we're gonna do some. We're gonna do some retcon. You are Jack. <laughs> you have always been Jack. Yeah. Um, it's everyone else who's wrong, and it is Dennis Quaid who's yeah. right. You know, my dad calls me Jack. There are people in my life that do, so I guess it's just Dennis is one of them. <laughs> Wait, your dad calls you Jack? You could also, yeah. Not all the time, but that's his like nickname. 
That's cute. Yeah, you could also just take a little Sharpie and just pencil and like Sharpie in a little eye and no one has to know. Well, now everyone will know, Courtney. Anything. Now everyone, now your even secret more, is out. Oh, I can't fool anyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. It's, it's not good. so far off. It's not like, it's not any part of my name, but it is a funny thing that I have. If I were you, I honestly would put it into one of those framed, uh, like like a stand-up frame <laughs> that you put on a bookshelf. On book the shelf. mantle. And I would put it on a bookshelf. on the ma- Yeah, put it just like somewhere, like maybe not like where your eye first mm-hmm. goes like someone has to come over to your house a couple of times or be there for a little bit to notice it and be like wait why is there a picture of <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> and then they have to like slowly put it together and be like what it's signed who's jack what is going on here i think it's a great it's a great story mm-hmm. uh and it's a great piece of art because that is a very flattering picture of Dennis oh White, yeah so. he looks great and i i framed it to all the people that i gave it to you know, the collaboration the collaboration gift that Dennis Quaid and I bestowed upon the producers. I bought like five dollar frames mm-hmm. and I remember they were so annoyed because they were like, Why did you buy us anything? And then they all opened it and they were like, This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Awesome. It's really good. Yeah. It's very I love it. It's great. Well Well, okay, is it. there any art that any yeah, keep it. Don't you dare. If you put it in the trash, I will come to your house and I will dig it out of the trash and I will bring it back inside so consider that a threat um okay so is there anything any of you have any art any of you have gotten rid of that you miss Mm. this is this is the section of the podcast that we call the empty hanger Mm. it applies less to art well i guess you hang art so the empty nail the empty wall hook uh mm. i i got a gift from jackie a few years ago and it was a scratch (gasps) map of the world where you scratch off the countries you've been to and they like the scratch is gold and underneath is revealed um colors and it was hanging in my bedroom for years and then I moved to Montreal and it was just one of the weird things that got lost in the move along with like a baking drying rack and like a lamp Mm. It's like mm-hmm. when people tell you that movers lose your stuff and you don't know what it's going to be and like be prepared for that. You're like, not that's not going to happen to me. And then you're like, oh, these like a few things that I really miss. And for some reason, that was just something that like got lost. And uh, I, I honestly even went looking for it today being like, where is that? And I really liked it. I really liked it. It was like a really fun thing to have. Yeah, you scratched off all the places you'd been to, and then it revealed, like, a rainbow color map. You know, that mm-hmm. that could be replaced. It was from uh, Chapters Indigo uh, many, many years ago. But I think well, they still hint, have hint. it. Well, hint, all right. All right. <laughs> hint, hint. Hint, hint, listeners. If you want to send Lana a present, <laughs> write it down. Here's your Make Venmo. a note. Her birthday is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, better. Um... um Mm-hmm. Courtney, any art that you're missing? None that I'm missing because, like I said, I don't – I'm not great at getting rid of stuff. Um, and art is a thing that I do have a really hard time, like, putting in a trash can or or donating. Um, I will say I do remember what I had hanging in my college dorm. I had um, a Rilo Kylie poster, which I still mm-hmm. have. Um, and I had – a uh, not corpse bride a um nightmare before christmas poster uh and that made it to both of my dorm rooms 
And I don't think I've seen it since then, but it was, you know, very appropriate in a world where dorm room posters were mostly relegated to boondock saints or fight club. I had a nightmare before Christmas. So um, I don't know what happened to it. I don't really need it, but it served me well for the time that I did have it. That's nice. Genevieve, have you gotten rid of anything in this category that you regret? Mm, or no. it's all still in that poster tube that we saw. <laughs> it's all in the poster tube. No, I actually <laughs> gave away some art because it was, it was like I had ordered some art prints um, when I used to live in New York. I worked at this ad agency for a brief time, and I had this super cool friend who was an art producer, and so she was like, "You need to order art prints from this site and this site and this site." And I remember, like, I don't know, I like got paid, and I was like, "Yay!" And I was like, twenty or something <laughs> I just like bought a whole bunch of art prints and I hung around I hung I had those around for a really long time and I just never could afford to frame them properly mm-hmm. and then I remember at some point I just gave them all away and to be honest with you I actually think it was a good thing because I I don't even remember I remember there were like some like this giant print of like a butterfly which I don't really think I'd want up but I don't remember them and so I feel like they're being enjoyed in new homes where, you know, they're meant to be. So I think, I think not, no regrets. We love that. No regrets. <laughs> we love, we love passing things on to a new mm-hmm. home. Big fan, big fan of that here. The hand-me-down? I don't, mm-hmm. Courtney loves I don't think, a lot of my I art. I don't think that I um, have gotten rid of any art that I've missed. I'd have to really think about that. I still have all, like, my old art projects. Like, I just got rid of all my old art projects and, like, all the things that I drew in art class and stuff, Aww. I just finally got rid of them, and I feel like pretty good about it. We have to do, we have to do an episode episode on this because I do have stuff to talk about in terms of my mm-hmm. own art. Yeah, um, it's coming from the person with the most cluttered apartment for sure. So maybe take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, I don't see. Know. <laughs> I see. Is that why you were like keep like twenty of them and like? <laughs> it takes me a long time to get rid of something and then I, f- I often feel bad about it a few years later where I'm like I wonder how all those posters are doing I hope they're decomposing nicely I hope they get to return to the earth um it's fine it's I'm working whereas I'm like I'm working on get it. rid of it and don't look back <laughs> I'm somewhere in the oh, middle where I I'm... feel bad about keeping things and feel bad about getting rid of things and really <laughs> there's just no winning just tons of guilt I oh, know just the most so you know you're same. in good company you're in good company. Well, I mean, this was delightful. Things for the wall is really what we could call this episode. Or the ceiling. But we, oh, Or the ceiling. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> um, but thank you so, so, so much for spending the day with us. This has been so much yeah. fun. I'm glad you kept some stuff that yeah, we could and- at least talk about, even though it might be, you know, cramming the closet for you. It's good for us. <laughs> Great, great for us. We appreciate it. (laughs) Um, Also, Genevieve, do you want, could you um, plug yourself? Is there any place where people uh, can find you, follow you, um, hear your music? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you guys so much for having me. This was so fun. Um, Yeah, so you can hear my music um, on iTunes and Spotify and all the streaming places. Um, I have my uh, score for Broken Hearts Gallery out. That's how Um, we met. That's how we met. Uh, very proud of, of that film. And so that's out under my name, Genevieve Vincent, um, and all the streaming places. And then my band music is out uh, under Dark Dark. 
and that's also out under the streaming places or in by from on <laughs> my brand. available at available <laughs> available on iTunes and Spotify um and um, <laughs> sorry guys and also I'm horrible you're... plugging myself no but also i mean this is just a humble uh brag but Genevieve's music was used in the Joe Biden campaign. It's not, it's like a massive deal. And she's got it some was. really cool stuff that you can find. And it's worth a listen. Um, what is that mix called? That, um, the remix? Mix. The remix yeah. is the word I was looking for. What's the remix called? Yeah, the remix is the remix of a Nina Simone song called uh, New World Coming. Uh, and you can hear the remix on all the streaming platforms. Um, it was re-released by Sony on a Nina Simone compilation record. It's the first song in the record. Um, yeah, and it's a dark, dark remix. So go check it out. So there's lots of stuff so cool. to look at and to listen to from Genevieve. She's an incredibly talented composer and musician. And, I mean, it's actually at this point in the podcast every week where we thank her for our composition. So... Thanks so much again for the composition. We'd also like to thank our producer, Akshay. And thank you to you, our listeners. And finally, we would just like to shout out to the Bolero, even though this episode was about stuff for the wall and not stuff for your body. We just want to make sure that everyone knows that we feel very strongly about the Bolero. And you love a Bolero? I love a Bolero. That episode on Boleros is my favorite episode. Ah, thank you. Oh. Do you have any boleros oh that gosh. you're currently? Do you? Yeah. Do you have any? Do you? Have any... I have boleros in my memory from like I guess <laughs> what you guys would call middle school, and I remember wearing like a baby blue bolero with like a matching tank top. Ah, oh, so good. Which is just yes, so early. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know if that's like 1999 or oh, it's, time. It's what we. It's. <laughs> It's currently what is being called, it's currently under the category of Y2K mm. fashion, uh, and they're coming, they're, they're coming, coming back. back, they're coming for us. So Lana is definitely going to be way more fashionable than all of us so when we go back into the but world. Yeah. She's going to be sporting the boleros and we'll be... We'll be jealous. We'll be like years yeah. behind her. Oh. We'll be jealous. I'm well, jealous. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at why did I keep this? And Genevieve, what's your Instagram? It is. You are Canadian. She is Canadian, everyone. <laughs> and for visuals, you can see us at Why Did I Keep This on Instagram. Let us know in the comments if they belong in the trash, on the wall, on our body, you know, all the places. Until next week, goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.